I'm Avremi. And I'm Endel. And, and welcome, welcome to Oh Bubby. Welcome to our second episode of this podcast, Oh Bubby. Welcome, welcome. And of course, as you know, um, you know our podcast will get better and better over time. Of course, we're still learning what we're doing over here, but we're happy that you're joining us on this juicy journey. Oh yeah. And for those who listened in last week, our first podcast, you guys heard a bunch of random subjects flying through. Today, we're going to have a similar concept going through today's podcast, a little different maybe, and we're just going to cover different subjects different things obviously like we spoke about last week the holiday of Shavuos is coming up this week and we'll speak a little bit about maybe later in this podcast I think for now though we have a special guest coming to the studio um his name is Jose all the way from Mexico he actually just flew in today yes there's coronavirus but he has a special private jet and we have him in our studio Jose welcome welcome thank you thank you so much thank you very much for having me on the show it's really you know it's so nice to be here and to really meet you too I'm a big fan big fan so, Jose, um, I know that you work on an avocado farm down in Mexico, is this correct? Yes, yes, that's correct, indeed. We have a big avocado farm, we have over 24,000 workers here. I actually call a lot of them are my cousins, most of them are my cousins. And, you know, we have different kinds of avocados and different things. Actually, you might know of a big slogan, a lot of times we do, avocados from Mexico is, you know, is part of the company. We actually supply those big companies and, you know, it's a pleasure, it's a dream really to work with avocados. I like avocados too, you know, that's cool. So, Jose, you know, when people enjoy avocados, there's always this, this, this conception that they get brown over time. And there's a trick that people speak about that if you actually cut the avocado, and then you take the pit of the avocado and put it in the fridge, even if you are in another country or continent or part of the world, your avocado will not turn brown as long as that avocado pit is in water. Is this a correct myth? So, you know, I'm, I'm happy you brought that up because sometimes a lot of people ask that question. A lot of people, I get it a lot of times, especially because we're experts, with the, we can work with avocados, we know this stuff a lot. And that's a very good question. You see, this myth really goes back a couple hundred years ago. It's my great, great, great grandmother, I think. I don't remember, but they used to, when they're avocados, they cut them in half and they, you know, take out the pit. They would take the avocado and stick it into the avocado. Take the pit and stick it in the avocado and that will keep the avocado from going brown. But then there was some times where they didn't put it in the pit, they put it in avocado, instead they put it in the water because they threw it out and it went into the water. And avocado still stay cool. So it kind of passed down from generation. It's not so real, but you know, if you believe it works, because it does work sometimes, I recommend no go more than like 10 feet away because then it gets a little choppy, you know, there is service. So it depends on the Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's kind of like Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Uh, that's cool to know, it's good to know. Anyways, as well, so we know you're down in Mexico with your cousins and you work very hard over there with the avocados. Um, the question is really, what is something you're not good at? I know you're good at a lot of things. I heard a lot, a lot of good stuff from you. Um, I, I know someone who's related to you very well. Anyways, he told me that Jose is like the best. However, I'm sure there's one thing you're not good at, you know. So, you know, first of all, thank you so much for the compliments. Obviously, you're very good also what you do. I love your podcast. Thank you. I and appreciate it. And your brother's podcast are very good. How's my brother? What do you think of him? I think he's really good. Oh, Jose, you're too nice. No, seriously, you're very good at what you do. Thank you. Thank you, Jose. So, um, what I want to say is, you know, I want to do really, when I grew up, I wanted to be an electrician. So, you know, I, my family were very into doing a lot of, lot of work and doing so different many things and always doing handy jobs. So we work in avocados, we do building stuff. 
But when I came to electricity, I could not do nothing. I tried, I tried putting in the water and it's just something, it's not good for me. I cannot do electrician. Electrician is something, it's too hard for me and I can't really do. So if you want to know one thing, it's definitely, and also I, you know, not very good when it comes to taking naps in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm sure you have a lot of trips from the border. I'm sure you take some nice trips. No, what am I, who am I saying? This is not true. Um, listen, next question. And we have just a couple more questions and we'll let you go back to work. Thank you for coming. Um, I was gonna ask what your favorite food is, but I'm guessing it is avocados or is it something else? Well, you know, it's a good question also. Come on, Jose, it's obviously avocados. No, you think, you see, Remy, avocados is not really considered food anymore for me because I always have avocados. My favorite food is a good taco. Not so soft, not so crispy. And then you put avocado inside, you put some different spices. Very spicy. And Some you jalapenos. Jalapenos, and you put out different things, and you mix it together. Oh my God, my mouth is watering. Come on, what is this, Jose? And then you put it together, and you mix it, and then you have a good, crispy, nice and juicy, and a little bit fluffy. Very good. That's my favorite. And Tacos. just to ask you one more question before we move on. Sure. Why is the sky blue? Don't get into the subject, but in short, my great-grandfather told me the sky is blue because all the Americans, they paint it every day. That's what he told me. Jose, I gotta say thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Jose. My pleasure, my pleasure. And we'd love to have you here, you know, as often as you'd like. We always could have you come. And uh, you want to leave off with one message to everyone listening. One thing I want to tell everybody, especially now in the crazy times of Corona, don't stop buying Corona beer. It's so good. It comes from the best places and continue to drink it, it's delicious. Like you say, I know, L'chaim, L'chaim? Yeah, we say L'chaim. L'chaim, L'chaim, Jose, thank you so much again for coming. Yes, Jose, L'chaim, and how do you say that in uh, Mexican? Salud, salud. Ah, okay, salud, salud, salud to you. Salud. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you again, Jose, appreciate you being here with us today. Guys, that was Jose all the way from down south, from the Mexico country. Moving on. We would like to talk about, or we started talking about last week, about the holiday of Shavuos, which actually is coming up, we're recording on a Wednesday, is coming up tomorrow night, Thursday night through Saturday night. Get your cheesecakes ready. Yeah, we spoke about last week, the perfect cheesecake. Today we want to focus a little bit more what actually happened by the giving of the Torah, what happened to the Jews by Mount Sinai. So the holiday of Shavuos, which commemorates. commemorates the giving of the Torah, took place in the year 2448 from creation, and it was an unbelievable event, probably the greatest, if not one of the greatest events in Jewish history and in the entire history of existence. The world had never experienced such an event. This was the event which connected the godliness, which was staying up there in the heavenly realms, to the physicality down here. But after that whole big event, what was given over? What did it come down to? These 10 commandments, which are? So what are these 10 commandments? So. Commandment number one is a biggie. I am the Lord your God who took you out of Egypt. Yes, commandment number one, God is reaffirming who he is. He is the God, the God, and the only God. The second commandment was, you shall have no other gods. You shouldn't make for yourself any idols or any other forms of worship because I am the only one God. Correct, you should not be for, and that brings us to right to number three. You should not say God's name in vain. A lot of times people like to swear in God's name and say, I swear be in the name of God. 
we do not say God's name in vain. God's name is precious and holy, just like we don't worship any other idols. Just like God is only God, so too his name is holy and precious and we have to respect it and we don't say his name for no reason. And the fourth commandment, which came right afterwards, was remember the Sabbath, remember Shabbos, and keep it holy. Like it says in the beginning of creation, God created the day, created the world in six days, and on the seventh, he rested. And like that, every single week on Shabbat, Saturday, we have for us a day of rest. Number five is honor your mother and your father to honor your parents. That's now, a biggie. A lot of people nowadays, I know it's hard to honor your parents. You have different opinions, different views, but actually the Torah describes how it means to honor your parents, you cannot sit in their chair. You cannot disrespect them. If they tell you something, you have to do it. You have to bring them a cup. Anything they ask for, you have to serve them. Your parents are a very special part of your life. They brought you into this world and they are due your respect and you have to honor them and care for them more than you could even imagine. And unfortunately, this is a commandment that is not even, not kept so well nowadays. We have to remember, commandment number five is to honor your parents. And just to add to one more thing that my brother said in regards to honoring your parents, is it may be hard, but it speaks about in many different places the great merits that comes to someone who honors their parents, one of them being longevity, long life. Correct. Coming now to the final five commandments. These were the first five, and now we come down to the last five. As there are ten. There are, as I'm sure you may all know, you probably all know, there were two tablets. Like, you know, God came to the Jews and said, hey, would you like a Torah? And God, the Jews were like, how much does it cost? God's like, it's free. He's like, hey, we'll take two. <laughs> Basically, there are, were two tablets, five on each of them. So here comes the second five. Number six, you shall not murder. Number seven, you shall not commit adultery, have immoral relationships. Number eight, you shall not steal. Number nine, you shall not bear a false witness. This mainly comes to court cases. You should not be someone who is false and untrue. You have to keep to the truth and say what is only the truth. And number 10, finally, not to be jealous of your brother or your neighbor. Unfortunately, jealousy is also a very common thing where people are jealous of one another, of what someone has, coveting what someone else has, what someone else has, it's all their property. You should be happy with what you have and should not be jealous. So, like I said before, this big event was unbelievable. You know, there was thunder, lightning, booming sounds. The whole world was at a standstill. At the same time, there were loud noises. There was trumpets being blown. It was unbelievable. But nevertheless, it came down to these Ten Commandments. So what are these only Ten Commandments? What are these Ten Commandments? And especially, a lot of these seem like basic things. Don't steal. Don't commit adultery. Don't be jealous. Respect your parents. I mean, it makes sense. So what, what, what was going on over here? Yeah, like I've already said, I'm going to give an example. You know, there is an assembly in the school lunchroom one day. And the whole school gets together. And the principal comes up and says, we have this great educator all the way from across the country. And he has come to talk to the school about education. He gets up and says... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, do not run in the hallways. Really? That's what he came to tell us? That is what he crossed, traveled all the way from? This was the greatest event in Jewish history. Probably the greatest event in the world. At least one of them. And God says, do not kill, do not steal. Isn't this basic stuff? Isn't this basic things that every person should know? So truth is, they are basic. And most people do know them. But the thing is as follows. When you do something because you understand it and because you know it, we all have limitations to what we understand and what we know. Meaning, we all have our line that we do or do not cross. Let's come to steal, for example. Taking someone's pencil, because it's on the desk, and using it is considered stealing. But we might say, you know what? It's actually okay because it's not really a big deal. Or, you know, I can give you many examples of things that you might say is okay to steal. In other words, when you have a rationale for why you don't do something, 
When that rationale isn't there anymore, it doesn't exist in your mind not to do that thing. But on the contrary, in this case, when you're being told not to steal, God's telling you not to steal. God's telling you not to murder. Of course, it has to make sense in your head, but that's not why you're doing it. Even if you don't understand something God's saying or meant to do, you do it anyways. And that's what's so amazing about these Ten Commandments, which may seem so simple, but really have a really deep meaning and lesson that when you're doing something, something from the Torah, something that God commanded us to do, it's not all about what you understand. It's about what God wants and what the right thing exactly. is. Exactly. Just because it makes sense, you should do it for that reason too. But the main reason you should be doing it is because God told us to do so. And these Ten Commandments are of course given to the Jews at Mount Sinai, but it really applies to every single person. These are commandments everyone should keep and everyone should adhere to to make this world a better and brighter place and to follow in the ways of God. For this reason, um, as we said before, we celebrate the holiday of Shavuot this week. And like we said, we eat a lot of dairy, like we spoke about on the previous podcast. So that brings us actually to the juiciness of the week, our, our favorite segment of the week, which is called the juiciness of the week. Now, a lot of people also eat on the holiday of Shavuot to commemorate the dairy, the famous Jewish food, bagels, lox, and cream cheese. Yes, oh, Bobby, yes boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, it's an old Bobby right there. Bagels, lox, and cream cheese. Now, how, what's that juiciness? Is something called the bagel shortage. Avrami, please talk about it. All right, so this is a bit of a somber subject. It's not so happy for some of us, but fortunately it is now a memory of the past. You see, last year on the holiday of Shavuos, by the dairy Kiddush in the synagogue... A Kiddush is what we eat after the services. We go to the other room and we enjoy a little lunch. It's called Kiddush. We could talk much more about that. They were serving many delicious dairy items and different kinds of food. One of them being bagels, lox, and cream cheese. You see, though, oh, Bubby. after a few minutes, the bagels had run out. And I was sitting there with a couple colleagues of mine, and we were discussing, what exactly could we do? It seems that there was some sort of bagel shortage. And it seemed that this bagel shortage didn't just connect to us, it connected to everyone in the world. Not only those who were sitting and not being able to eat bagels because there was a bagel shortage. This was something which affected the entire economy. You see, the bagel business is unbelievable. And a lack of bagels isn't good for anybody. And this was something which we spoke about for a long time. The bagel shortage, for those who have been around following the news, you might have heard of it. And if you haven't, you're probably living under a rock. This lasted a couple months. There was a shortage of bagels. I had a couple friends. I had a friend who has a radio show spoke about it. And after a course of time, we were able to resolve the bagel shortage. And I'm happy to say, with a, with a strong heart, the bagel shortage is finally over. Well, wow, that was an time. offbeat clap. Let's yeah, try that some, again. Some try that. Oh, I talked again. There it is. There it is. All right. Thank God the bagel shortage is over. Wow. Wow. The bagel shortage, thank God. You know, this year I heard in New York and Maryland they're having the cream cheese shortage. When the holiday of Passover came around, there was an egg shortage. Now there's a cream cheese shortage this year, actually, where people are having struggling to find cream cheese to make their delicious cheesecakes. Or even for your bagels, lacks and cream cheese. Well, that's actually, that's, well, I don't know what's worse. Well, I want to wish everybody a wonderful Shavuot to celebrate the giving of the Torah as it is coming to you this year. Believe it or not, the Torah was not just given 2,448 years ago. Sorry, what was it? How many years ago was it? Close to 3,000 So in the year 2448, I mean, it is actually given to us every single year anew. And I want to wish upon you to receive the Torah, to receive God's commandment upon yourself, upon your family, with happiness and health and only goodness in your life. 
We'll see you next time on Obubby. Obubby. Oh,